This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 58. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to handle adversity. More than ever, people are going through obstacles. They're trying to start from scratch. They're really trying to build a dream life full of success. But the problem is, is getting to success, growing, or just simply just living a normal life comes with so many different problems, obstacles, enemies, and things that happen throughout the journey. And if you aren't able to properly handle and most importantly, learn from those mistakes, not only can you not reach the full target that you're going after, but you're going to limit the success that you ultimately have in life. I can think back in you know, my journey just this far and, and even things that I'm going through now. And, you know, I always thought that I would reach a certain point where a bulk of my problems or even all of them would basically disappear. And it almost feels like as I move up, the problems just seem to get bigger. And what I've had to learn is great people who perform at the highest level are masters at solving day-to-day problems. They're incredible in times of crisis and adversity. And when everybody else turns and runs, they're the 1% that can stand up, fight, and deliver when things look the worst. If you look at all the most successful people that ever have lived, because they are the most well-known, well-respected individuals, it's because they were able to beat the most unbelievable amounts of adversity and win. So what I want to talk about is how to get past the adversities that you're facing, whether it's a loss of a loved one, whether it's financial stress and risk, whether it's being in the wrong career that you don't love and you don't enjoy, or you're in something that you think has potential, but you're struggling to get to the next level and figure out how to win in life. Here's how to do it. Step one, having nothing to lose is a huge advantage. When you're competing in a competitive marketplace, especially with people who've had success before, they're going to be more hesitant if they have a name that they have to protect or a massive business that they got to make sure stays successful and stays afloat. But when you aren't afraid to do something that's on the edge and that's unique, it causes people to have to be a little bit more hesitant, giving you a competitive advantage to be bold and be unique. When Richard Branson was starting Virgin and ultimately Virgin Atlantic, at the time, British Airways was the juggernaut and had basically a clear monopoly on the entire UK. If anyone went on on an airline in the United Kingdom, they were only going with British Airways. They controlled everything. They had all the necessary leverage. But what happened is Richard Branson, he was a trailblazer. He was unique. He was ambitious. He was crazy. He would do all these different things and he was a genius marketer and he would do different things. Like he was the first person. He realized when people were traveling that they would get bored. So instead of having to go through this long approval process, he, he had portable DVD players and pass it out to every single person on the entire flight so they could watch movies on the plane. To get something like that approved with British Airways, it would have took months and months and months, if not a year, to finally get that approved. Virgin was able to do it in a week's time. 
They were unique. They were they were courageous. One time when he was competing against Coca-Cola, he drove a tank onto Times Square and were aiming the, the, the cannon right at the Coca-Cola logo. They would do outlandish things to create attention and make them their brand and their image unique. A Coca-Cola or a British Airways would never risk doing something that crazy or unique because it could hurt their long-term brand value. But when you have nothing to lose, why not? You have to think differently and you have to do things from a different perspective. When you're starting off and you don't know where to start, you have to get tons of traction and you have to realize that you're going to get massive amounts of uncomfortableness and obstacles that are going to come into your face. You have to handle this with ease. When I was first starting out, out as, a, as a young sales manager and I had built this first team and it became the number one sales team in that organization that I was working with, what ended up happening is that company that I worked for, the operation was so bad and it had such a bad name and so many issues that came with it that I lost almost my entire team. This was just after making six figures for the first time, finally having a little small taste of success. And I had this incredible team, but I was young. I was still 23, I believe, at the time. I was the youngest regional sales manager. I had so much pressure on myself and my team to deliver each week that I had to figure out a way while not only to rebuild that entire team, but basically make up for almost all of their sales volume. Now, this is difficult because I'm only one person. I had one or two guys left. Not only that, I had to spend time recruiting and hiring new people. And traditionally, over those first couple years of sales, I was a great closer. I was always one of the top tier of sales reps, but I was never elite. I was never the best of the best. And traditionally, I always closed at a 30 to 40% ratio, which is decent. You know, you let's say you pitch 10 people, I would close three to four. But if I did that again, not only would I get demoted or potentially even fired, but I wouldn't get to keep the opportunity to continue to build my team and move up in this organization. So I went into complete survival mode. Every single appointment that I took, which by the way was double the amount because I had to do anything I could to make the deals up, I treated it like it was the last person I was ever going to talk to. I went into every appointment so focused, so determined that I had no other choice but to win. But this is interesting because when you get backed into a corner and you're put in an uncomfortable situation, when you're making all this money and time's good and you have so many things to lose, it's okay if you don't close that one because you got money coming in. But when every single appointment truly matters, you fight like hell to win. You do everything in your power to succeed. What's interesting is that when you're forced to become extremely uncomfortable, it brings out abilities and genes that you have in yourself that maybe you didn't know that you did before. What I started noticing is I had so much more ability, skill sets, and talents in me this entire time that I never actually had to use. And what was interesting is I remember the first time, it's the, that first appointment that it kind of switched. It was about seven, eight o'clock at night. And it was, I was selling in, in home. It was in the specific industry and the job that I was in. And I had about an hour and a half drive. It was in a really rough part on the outskirts of Houston. And I remember pulling up to this home and it was a pitch black home. Have you ever seen one of those like haunted in the Connecticut or some scary movie where the home just looks sketchy, completely dark, super old. 
I pull up to this house and I'm sitting here thinking like, man, am I about to get murdered? Like, do I want to just turn around and just drive back home? Am I risking it just even knocking on this person's door? And I'm sitting there going, okay, I got to figure out something or I'm going to get fired or I'm going to lose my team. So I said, screw it. I don't know who the hell these people are, but they're signing up and I'm closing this damn deal. It's eight o'clock at night. I drove an hour and a half to get here. If it's haunted and I almost die, I'll figure it out and hopefully I survive. So I knock on the door. This sketchy guy comes out. He's got this huge beard, big dude, did not look one bit interested to talk to me, nor did he even remember that he set the appointment. And I go, hey, how you doing? It's, I forget the guy's name. He says, hey, is this John? Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm here for the seven o'clock appointment. And he looks at me and goes, shit, my wife is going to be pissed. I forgot about this and I never told her. And I looked at him and I said, look, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste mine. I'm not a bullshitter. We can figure out if this makes sense in literally five minutes. And if it does, we'll set you up. And if it doesn't, who cares? We'll part ways. And I'll do it as quick as possible to win your wife over so you don't get in trouble. Is that fair? And he's like, okay, that's fair. Come on in. He comes on in. The wife walks out. First thing she says is, all right, let's see how good you are. And I'm like, shit. And I figured out a way to close that deal. Boom, $40,000, $50,000 deal. Everybody's hyping me up on the threads and everything like that. And I ended up becoming so successful at closing and so successful at sales that it took my game to a whole nother level when I was had the best closing percentage in that company's history and ended up building the most successful team in that company's history as well. And I would have... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Never been able to do that if I never lost my entire team and had to start from scratch. I was forced and put into a position where success was the only option. And when you're in those positions in life, guys, no matter how dire or stressful it may seem, it is your greatest asset because you can utilize it and build off of it to pull out talent from yourself that no one else potentially has. Two, when you're in the middle of chaos, sometimes you don't have to win. For example, I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas, so we get tons of big hurricanes. We saw Katrina heading at us and it diverted right and went into New Orleans. We got hit by Hurricane Ike, a bunch of different other ones, category three, four hurricanes we had to evacuate. When you think about a hurricane, and, and this is a metaphor for life because problems in life are the same way. Nobody tries to beat a hurricane. I don't care how wealthy, how successful, how smart. No one goes into a hurricane that's about to make landfall. It's a category five hurricane and goes, I'm going to beat this hurricane and I'm going to get it to turn around and divert the other way. No one thinks that way. The goal is not to beat the hurricane. The goal is to survive. So many times when you're facing just so much obstacles, so much stress, and it seems like everything is against you in life. Sometimes you don't have to actually beat those problems. You just have to survive. The thing is, is most people, when they face this giant hurricane in life, they can't beat it. They don't make it. And so all you simply have to do is not win. 
You just have to survive because people forget that the hurricane eventually ends. It passes and the sun comes back and the good times come again. And the people that survived and was able to fight and make it, they end up beating everybody else and going to incredible heights of success. So whatever problem and stressful situation that you're in right now, one, I want you to focus on, look, you just need to survive. You need to make it out of this stronger, tougher, more intelligent, more prepared than you were before. But then also, I want you to just zoom out, take a step back and almost look at this like you're playing a character in a game or you're watching a movie. Every successful person had something that they went through that was so dire, so stressful that While they barely made it pass, it elevated their life in such a way because every other problem that they face after felt like nothing. I had so much great experience early on in sales and running early on teams that I remember when I finally started my company, that first year, while most founders and CEOs, the first year is the most difficult, that was the easiest year for me because I was simply just scaling a product maybe I wasn't used to as much. But with a system and a process and a skill set, with all the recruiting skills, the people skills, the leadership, sales, all the different things that I went through, when I went through hell, just trying to survive early on in my career, that when I started my company that had a great product, a great service, it was easy to me. It felt effortless because everything that I did was easier than what I'd been through before. That would have never been the case if I hadn't gone through the things that I went through early on in my career. You have to kind of look at things from a different perspective and realize that each new level, you have to slay a different dragon. You have to face a different mountain. You have to climb a new Mount Everest every single time. It will always come, but you have to realize that each one of those seasons of life and each one of those obstacles are preparing you for something that's to come. For example, I can think of different situations where I'll never forget when I was about to have to fire my first person, which is something that no one wants to do. But I realize if I can't do that one thing that's uncomfortable, that's makes me nervous, right? That That it's an uncomfortable conversation that no one wants to go through. If I can't handle that, how could I run a 30, $40 million company? If I can't fire one person that's not performing and shouldn't be in the organization, how could I handle doing anything bigger? If I can't handle a $1,000 problem, why in hell could I handle a million-dollar problem? You have to look at a different perspective and say, look, I am being groomed. When you're being tested in a certain area of your life, besides something that's health-related or that's just an unforeseen obstacle that has nothing to do with you, it's typically a sign that you have a weakness that you need to improve. For example, if you're running a sales team and no one's staying at that on that sales team for more than six months, it's a sign you need to work on retention. It's a sign you need to work on building relationships and building long-term trust and belief in you and the organization that you work with for or have to make people want to stay there long run. If every single appointment that you go in, you're doing fantastic, the customer's bought in, they're super locked in, and every single time when you're closing, the whole thing blows up, and you keep, now you're having sales issues, you're not hitting your numbers, you're having financial issues, well, that's a very stressful situation. You need to go through that obstacle. You need to be forced to be in an uncomfortable situation so you can master closing. 
If you are trying to do everything that you can to start a successful company and it feels like nothing works and you just keep failing and failing and failing and it's stressful and it's stressful, that's building the tenacity and the skill sets to when you do have that right idea, that right industry and that right situation, you do it. Just I just saw an interview just earlier today, Instacart, which is a, a company in the United States, delivers groceries really quickly to people, similar to Uber Eats or something like that. They just had an IPO. They just went public. And the founder became a billionaire, obviously, overnight. He was talking about how he was working at a company and he decided to move to Silicon Valley because he wanted to be an entrepreneur. And you assume, oh, this guy was working at Amazon. He was so smart. He just just had instant success. He said, I started 19 different companies that all failed. And Instacart was the 20th one. And not only did he build the app, but he was actually the first person that was delivering the groceries. If he would have never went through those 19 failures, he would have never built a multi-billion dollar company. It's like Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots going backwards. You have to trust that whatever season of life and whatever obstacle that you're facing in life at that moment is there for a purpose and it's there to groom you. Sometimes it's not the world coming against you. Sometimes it's not you just had bad luck. Sometimes it's just you need to grow as an individual. And anything that's worth something that's massive in life has to do with helping and leading tons of different people. I tell this to my managers all the time in our leadership team is let's say they manage 20 people. They're not managing 20 individuals. They're likely managing 80 to 100. They're responsible for 80 to 100 people because of all the family members that are tied to the people that they're managing. We can't look at things from a quick, short lens. We have to zoom out and think big and go, what is my impact and how good do you truly have to be? We underestimate what it truly takes to be the best of the best. It's not like it's on Instagram. The things that you have to sacrifice, the effort, the focus, the attention to detail, how well you have to craft the way you speak, your preparation, and your knowledge of what you do down to a T has to be absolutely flawless. And you don't go there and you don't get there by only sailing in perfect waters. You have to go through certain parts that are difficult and uncomfortable. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, um, thank you guys for the love and support. Make sure to check me out on social media at Grant Mint. And other than that, I hope you guys have an incredible week and I hope to see you guys again for episode 59. Thank you guys.